You're listening to the Blind Sports New South Wales podcast. We discuss lifestyle, sports, adventure, and resources for the low vision and blind community throughout the month. Listeners can look forward to giveaways and interactive segments, including interviews with special guests, so be sure to add us on Facebook and Instagram at BlindSportsNSW, and check our website, blindsportsnsw.com.au, to stay up to date with upcoming podcasts. Welcome to our first podcast episode. We are your hosts. I'm Liza Pertzer. And I'm Jay Ciccolini. I know we may sound a little strange to you with our accents. That's because we are both from America. I'm studying at Kappa University here and um, interning at Blind Sport NSW while abroad. And I'm working in Sydney with Blind Sports New South Wales. I actually started out the same way as Jay doing the internship last year and decided to come back. Hopefully Jay may like it the same. <laughs> so before we really get into the podcast, we just want to tell you the reasonings for the whole podcast. We want you to stay up to date with what's happening near you or in regions, if you're in more regional New South Wales. We're based out of Sydney, so we'll definitely cover a lot on events coming on in this area, but we also really want to focus on Wollongong, Central Coast, Newcastle, New England, and Tamworth area as well. And just really want to tell you about what's going on in the blind sports community. We're so excited to bring some new content to you over the next few months, so let's get into it. In this episode, we're going to give a recap of the last month's activities, such as the National Cricket Inclusion Championship, better known as the NCICs, and also the Summer Youth Vision Camp. We have two special guests, Amy and Michaela, and they spoke with us about their unique goalball experiences, and their interview is featured in this episode. There are so many new programs you can get involved in this year, so we'll share them with you and give you more to look forward to in 2019. So let's get started. Blind Cricket New South Wales returned to Geelong at the end of January for the 2019 NCICs after defeating the Victoria team in 2018. Coached by Jason Stubbs and led by Lindsay Heaven and new vice captain Sean Fitzpatrick. This year the tournament was very evenly matched that they were unsure of who was going to make the final match until the semifinals. The semifinal resulted in New South Wales playing Queensland after finishing their pool games going 3-1, while South Australia defeated Victoria in the opposing pool, which was rather shocking seeing that Victoria hasn't missed a final in the NCIC since the 94-95 season. New South Wales claimed their back-to-back title, 26-run win over South Australia. The final scores were New South Wales 5-217 and South Australia 8-191. Vice captain Fitzpatrick was named player of the final, while Lindsay Heaven was named best B2 player. Also last month, the 2019 Summer Youth Vision Camp happened, which is the first of four camps this year hosted by Blind Sports New South Wales. Couldn't have done it without NDIS and their ILC program for supporting the camp and the Blind Cricket Tournament that is also in partnership with Variety, the children's charity. A little background on the information linkages and capacity program put on by NDIS. Um, Both of the NCICs and the Summer Youth Vision Camp were both part of the program and the project basically primarily focuses on connecting members of our community with the information they need to make decisions and choices, especially in the realm of sports. It also was to have our members participate and benefit from activities in the community just like everyone else. This camp, the Summer Youth Vision Camp, was an entire week long from January 14th to the 21st and include over 15 different activities, all varying from extreme sports, 
like paintball, go-karting, and rock climbing, to beach yoga, surfing, and some chats with Guide Dog New South Wales and higher up. The camp was located in sunny Narrabeen at the Sydney Academy of Sport and Recreation, only minutes away from the northern beaches. And let me tell you, the food there was simply amazing. There was barbecue night, traditional Korean dinner, and true Aussie breakfast served over the week. Not to mention the occasional ice cream or homemade cake desserts. Delicious. Honestly, if the camp itself is enough to make you want to attend next year, I bet the food will put the cherry on top. I see what you did there. <laughs> we had 22 campers come in from all over New South Wales and even two boys from Queensland who flew in for the camp. Jaunty, who is the sweetest guide dog ever, came and tagged along with us for the rest of the week. So just as a little recap, I want to give you the top camp favorites. So we had day activities, sports activities, and nighttime activities. So the top three for the day activities were paintball, number two was go-kart, and number three was rock climbing, all which were probably my favorite activities in general. And then the top sports were number one with goalball, number two, cricket, number three was a tie between softball and surfing. Jay, which one would you pick out of the tiebreaker there? Uh, I'm going to have to go with softball simply because I haven't got the chance to surf yet. All right, so let's go with number three at softball then. And for the night activities, we had number one was drama, which was taught by Tian, shout out. And number two came in at trivia, and number three was disco night, which was probably my favorite, to be honest. Who doesn't like a little dance? So, Liza, what was your favorite or most memorable part of the camp? Well, talking about the disco night, at the end of the night, we actually all play, or I guess we put on, um, what's the song? We No, wait, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. I was thinking of all the Queen songs. We played Bohemian Rhapsody, and everyone got in a big circle and kind of linked arms and just started singing it and swaying. But then as the song kind of built up, people started to do air guitars, and it was really fun. It was a nice little end to the disco night. Everyone got involved, so that was the best part. Very neat. So as uh, we have previously said, we did get the chance to speak with two girls who attended that summer vision camp, Michaela and Amy, who chatted with us about the vision camps, goal ball, and their experiences with Blind Sport New South Wales. You can catch their full interview on both our Facebook or website in the news section, but here are some highlights from them. So we have our two goal ball for schools scholarship recipients, Michaela Riley and Amy Ridley, on the phone here to discuss their experiences with both Blind Sports New South Wales and New South Wales goal ball. Um, Amy, we'll have you start us off, okay? Yeah, so I'm based in, like, the north part of Sydney. I live in West Timble, and I go to Taramara High School, and I'm 16 years old. Cool. And what about you, Michaela? Um, I live on the Central Coast, and I go to Erina High School, and I'm 14. So what age you. did you guys start getting into goalball, or how did you guys find the sport? What made you want to join it? Oh, yeah. Um, so I was in year six, and I was doing... I believe I just finished doing cross country and I was doing athletics at the time and my vision teacher called me about this guy, Murray Elborn, and I was like, okay, this guy sounds a bit alright. Um, and I didn't really know what to expect and she told me that he did a lot of um, blind sports and at the time I was like, no, I don't want to do blind sports, I want to do normal sports. And um, but she kind of convinced me to get a team together and go to um, a little school competition that they had. Um, I believe it was in December of 2016. 
and that was my first time playing goalball and experiencing it and seeing it um, played, and I just absolutely fell in love with it. That's awesome. Cool. And then what about you, Amy? Yeah, so I actually started at the same time-ish that Michaela did. So it was 2016, I was in year eight, and Murray's pretty good at roping people into normal, <laughs> apparently, because <Yeah. laughs> I was at, um, I'd lost a lot of vision recently, and I was at one of the um, Safe Flight Institute family days, and Murray was there, and he saw me, and he was like, oh, I remember you from when you were little, and you were like nine, and you came to this little goal day once. <laughs> He's like, you should give it another go. So I went on um, the 2016 um, spring blind sports camp, and I played some goalball there, and he was like, oh, you should really have a go. Um, so he got he organised a team, so at Tomara High School, to be in um, the the school's comp that year, the same comp that Michaela was in, just in a different age bracket. And unfortunately, I ended up having surgery on the day that the competition was, so I couldn't make it. But I learned a lot of skills because the people who come out, they teach you the different things. So I learned skills to do with goalball, and I got really into it. And I was like, yeah, okay. So in 2017, I started playing in, like, the community hubs with the Metro Cups. Cool. Okay, yeah, cool. So that kind of leads me into the Goal for Schools program specifically. Um, do you remember how you got involved into that program? Was there already a team made up at your school? Or did you kind of have a lot of influence making that team up? Uh, so I think my vision teacher, when I was kind of really hesitant to get into blind sports, my vision teacher um, kind of got into contact with Murray and I'm, I'm pretty sure she kind of, you know, just said, oh, well, you know, it's a vision paired student at this school and, um, you know, we'd love if you came out and did a demo. So I'm pretty sure um, Matt from the US um, came out and because he was working with New South Wales Goldwall at the time, I believe, and he came out and just um, did a demo for my entire I believe it was my entire year because at that point I was in uh, primary school. So my entire year got to experience it and um, they just did a demo. They, cause it was my first time as well. So I really had no past experience with it. And so they kind of just showed us what it was all about. And um, they basically told me afterwards about this competition that was going to happen. And they were just like, if you want to pick people to do it. And so I basically put forward some names to a teacher or to uh, my aide um, about who I thought would want to do it. And um, then we narrowed it down and um, we got to go play. Yeah, cool. Do you think that, that the Go Ball for Schools program was something that you were interested in playing because it wasn't just a blind sports type of game? You know, do you know what I mean? How it's kind of everyone can get to play it in the demos? Did yeah, you? it was yeah, it was very inclusive and um, you know, like without the Go Ball for Schools program, I I don't think I would have gotten into Go Ball just because I think if I went to the blind sports camp, I was so adamant about, you know, not playing a blind sport and playing a normal, um, you know, mainstream sport. And it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that it's not just vision impaired people who can play. And it's so, you know, I mean, 
sighted people, which is so weird, but sighted people are at a disadvantage in yeah. the game. And it's so fun to see sighted people play. So I think that it was done in such a normal way that I really loved it. Yeah. Amy, if you want to keep just expanding on that or... Yeah, so um, my team was, I think it came through New South Wales Global Spoke to My School. And my vision teacher was like, okay, we should do this. So she spoke to the head of PD and um, the, the teacher, she was like, okay, so just pick some people at your school who you think will have a go. And I was like, oh, well, let's do some people that maybe haven't experienced this kind of stuff, like having the decreased vision and being put out of their comfort zone. So it was kids from my school who I was friends with, but didn't necessarily like sit next to in class. They were all in my class because it was easier to organize an excursion if we were all in the same class. So there were six of us from the class. We had three boys and two other girls and myself. And yeah, we went and gave it a crack. It was pretty exciting. (laughs) It's so good hearing from those two girls. They're so bright and just love goalball, which is really cool. So, speaking of goalball, starting this weekend on Saturday, February 16th, New South Wales Goalball will be giving hub training sessions every Saturday all the way through September 14th. And they're going to take place here in Olympic Park at the ACPE from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. The sessions are only $10, or if you would like, you can purchase kind of a block of training sessions on the New South Wales Goalball shop. But otherwise, if you have any questions, contact Mick at goalball.com.au for more details or if you have any questions, he's happy to help. So February 24th, which will be the following Saturday, is a big day. We're starting two kind of programs, I guess, um, that'll both be going in conjunction throughout the course of the year. So I'll first talk about our coaching clipboard and official clinics. So we have a bronze, silver, and gold course. So the bronze course is going to be on February the 24th. So if you're interested in becoming a goalball coach or official, there's registration forms that you can do online through the New South Wales Goalball Coaching and Resources page. So the second event going on on that 24th of Feb is the Sydney City and Demetrius Sukalitis Memorial Cup or DTM Cup is what we'll kind of shorten it down to. Beginning in Penrith at the Penrith Valley Regional Sports Center with the DTM Cup, which is mainly for beginner players or if you're just kind of starting to play goalball, you can join that cup. That'll be going on from 9.30 a.m. And then the Sydney City Cup will follow for the more intermediate or advanced players. And that's going to kick off at 1 p.m. Just like the other registration pages, you can find that on the New South Wales Goalball website under Community Goalball. And for this competition, you're going to want to sign up as an individual player, and then our team will kind of assign you to different teams. Speaking of Penrith, Penrith will be the host of the 2019 Ipsa World Goalball Championship this August. Be sure to look out for that because it's going to be a great event. If you want to just come as a spectator or volunteer your time, you also have the option to do that. Just go to our website, newsouthwalesgoalball.com.au, and you'll find all that information. Will you be making an appearance there, Liza? You know I will. I love me some goalball. So get out there and meet our host, Liza. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Played in honor of Gordon Cooper, the second game of the 2019 Variety Youth Blind Cricket three-game series will take place this Sunday, February 17th at Joe Mickelier? Yep. 
Joe Micalair Park from <laughs> 1 to 4 p.m. Transportation from Blacktown Station will be provided on the car park side of the bus terminal between platform 2 and 3 with a 12 p.m. 12.15 p.m. pickup. You must register on the Blind Sports New South Wales site. And don't be late because the buses won't wait. In game one of the three-game series, Sixers top the Thunder. And game two could very well be a deciding factor in who will take home the 2019 Variety Gordon Cup Cooper Memorial Shield. March will kick off our first Act Activate Inclusion Sports Days hosted by Sports New South Wales for 2019. Starting here in Olympic Park at Netball Central on Tuesday the 12th, followed by Bathurst on that Friday. If you are in more regional New South Wales, you can look forward to more days in March at locations in Wollongong, Wagga, ACT, and Newcastle. Go to sportsnewsouthwales.com for all of the dates. So we just gave you a little preview into what's ahead, and we really want our listeners to be a part of this podcast. So please, please, please leave us some comments with maybe some stories you want to hear, maybe someone you want to interview or if you want to be interviewed, or just some topics that you might want to us to discuss for future episodes. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. She's Liza. And he's Jay. Until, Until next, next time. time. Cheers. Cheers.